Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. I'm not a betting guy, but for y'all that are, there's Bet Online. July is underway, and there's NBA Finals, baseball's marquee matchups, including prop bets and futures. Bet Online has all the odds, news, information for all your online sports betting needs. Visit the website today or use your mobile device to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. So before the next tip-off or first pitch, head on over to BetOnline and start playing today. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. We are in here for another episode of Believe in Kentucky. My name is Benny Hardy. Y'all be sure to check us out on Believe.com, Believe Podcast Network, wherever you get your podcasts. We try to bring fun episodes each and every week. And we got another one in store right now. And we got a guest with us that we can talk some music with. We can talk about the cats with. If you haven't heard about him, you will be hearing about him soon. I'm talking about Josh Bogart. Josh, welcome to the podcast, man. How you doing? Good, how are you? Thanks for having me, Benny. I appreciate it. Can't complain, man. Can't complain. If should have had you on here sooner, like I was saying before we start recording, I'll say it now. You we've had some fans reach out to us on the podcast, and, and that's how we cross paths. You you put a comment on how you had crossed paths with Tony Delt back in the day, and, and that's how we got to know each other. So Man, tell us about that, and 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 we'll just talk about all kind of fun stuff, man. Yeah, so uh, when the Cats uh, won the big uh, tournament in 96, they did a uh, a little high school. I guess they were traveling around going to high schools and uh, and playing some of the older the older uh, basketball coaches and stuff like that. So they came out to uh, Spencer County and – uh, of course, I was a big Tony Delp fan as a kid and had his little, you know, jersey that my mom bought me. And uh, and I also had this little Nike hat that I had on and uh, stood in line to get autographs from the guys. And uh, Tony uh, said he liked the hat that I had. So I gave it to him and went on, got his autograph and set up in the stands. And so they started playing a couple, uh, couple rounds and shooting. And then he invited me out on the basketball court. Uh, you know, of course, the news was out there and. And so I got out and he tossed me the ball and I shot a three and I'm just kind of glad I made it. But <laughs> so I made a couple of threes and then, you know, I ran back and forth on the court playing with them. And then uh, Walter McCarty picked me up and, and I dunked it. And, and so uh, we just shot around and then I sat back in stands. Well, after the game was over, um, he told me not to go nowhere. And then Tony brought out uh, a jersey that he wore and, and uh, signed it for me. And, and I had it since and that's something that uh i'm grateful that he did and, and i've had it and i'm 37 now and and so it's something that's been hanging in my house and and uh and i'll cherish for the rest of my life and hopefully you know my kids i have that and keep it and, and do the same and keep just passing it along absolutely and i like i said i'm kicking myself i should have had you on sooner 
CD is is coaching AAU boys and girls, and he slammed throughout the summer and traveling here and there for games and tournaments of that nature. You put that comment, what you just said, you told that story like on the Facebook page on, on one of those episodes of the podcast we had posted before, and you put that on there. And so I related to Tony, and we talked about it, and he always talked about how, you know, how much fun he had interacting with the fans and how he always tried to treat everybody right and, you know, not be a jerk and be like, I ain't got time for nobody. He always tried to and, – and if he wasn't that way, you wouldn't have the good memory that you have now. I should have should have had you on with him on, and then we could. But that's you know that's me not thinking. So, but glad to have uh, you on now for sure. Well, thank you. I don't even know if you would have brought me on if I would have been to say anything. It'd have been all starstruck. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you were clutch to be able to hit the shots with them out there on the court. That's that's some pressure right yeah, there. Yeah, I, 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 I sank I sank like three or four threes. I think that night. Yeah. Uh, I got I got a recording from the from the uh, TV station. It's on. That's back when VHSs were still around. I don't even know if anybody knows what them are anymore. <laughs> I'm 43, uh, so I know. I, about I, <laughs> yeah, so it's it's something that I, I got the VHS somewhere hidden. I don't even know if they even make them things to even play it anymore. Uh, but I still got it. But yeah, you know that it is true what he said about you know with me being a musician and and, and rising up in in Kentucky and and playing music, uh, I, I hold the same thing when I meet fans of mine and people that listen to my music is, you know, I, I, I try to speak and talk to everybody. Uh, I'm, I'm a gabber when I go out and you can ask my wife, she tells me always to, to shut my mouth and move on to the next, but uh, I'll have a conversation with somebody for hours, just one person. So uh, I do the same thing and, 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 he's, and he's right. You got to treat everybody as, as, as equals and, and, and keep, and keep that fan base because that's something that, you know, if, if somebody comes and I give them a pick and I talk to them, that kid might hold that pick for the rest of his life. I don't know. And that's something that, that I hold the value to is the same thing. Absolutely. So yeah, we're definitely working in the basketball talk, the music talk. So you mentioned Spencer County. So born and raised in Taylorsville. No, I was born and raised in Louisville uh, until I was probably like third or fourth grade. And then my parents, we moved out here. My dad bought a farm and, and we moved out here, and, and I've been out here in Taylorsville since. That's all right. So you mentioned the music. So for everybody that doesn't know, you're up-and-coming country music artists, country, yeah. little rock, a little bit of both. How you, how you, yeah, you I let, I let the, yeah they, well, they, I, I try not to put myself in a category. I know it's country, but uh, it, it, some people call it folk country. I got when I write music and, and I do music, it, pretty much anything that I write, I just, however I, it comes out, I put it and release it that way. So I got some songs that they say are folky and Americana. And then I got, you know, some of the Southern country stuff. And then I got one I just released that was kind of, they put it in cal, uh, outlaw country. So it's just, I'm, I'm, I've just put it country. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I pull you up. I'm I'm a Spotify guy, Josh. So I, I pull you up and I, I see we got a cold dead hands in 2016, yeah. better yeah. all the time in 2018, and just for tonight in 2020. So you I mean you got you a nice catalog going already. Yeah, I got some of that, some of my songs also. I got uh, whiskey and wine. Uh some of that stuff you can you gotta search for it. They I had a hard time here lately. I just changed uh distributors, so I'm trying to figure out some 
getting some of the rest of my songs on there. But if you got an iPhone or uh, or a Google Play or or iHeartRadio, I'm also on a lot of the other uh, music uh, venue things too. So that'll work. That'll work. So going back to the cats, so we'll we'll switch back and forth. You you. Kentucky fan and everything, and just more basketball or football. You Kentucky through and through. I'm I'm uh, I'm a Kentucky through and through. So uh, I I started uh, my brother DJ. He uh, I'd, I'd hate to bring it up, but you know the whole I started watching basketball during about the time that the whole Christian Leitner thing happened, and uh, I cried on that day. My brother, we watched that that uh, game, and I've been a Cats fan since. Um, but my whole family, man, that they bleed blue. My mom's side, uh, my dad's side. You know, we—that's all I've known. I got a couple U U of L fans in there, but we don't really try to talk to them too much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but rivalry uh, is what it is. <laughs> it is, it is. And so, uh, you know, I started watching, you know, like Travis Ford, and 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 started really kind of watching it from then. And and of course, you know. Uh, I, I know Rajon Rondo. I met him. He went to um, Eastern High School and stuff. I hung out with him and, and a few times. And so just it's been in my blood since. And I've been watching basketball. And, and my boy, you know, I got him playing football. And I'm friends with Cash Daniels. Uh, I met Cash through I met Cash through uh, playing in Lexington a lot and uh, at Austin City Saloon. And and we became friends. And actually, my my son just went to uh, one of the camps they just had. And uh, Cash sent me a message. And I uh, said my boy did really good at the oh, at his station. So <laughs> <laughs> that's good stuff right there. That is good stuff. Flipping back to music, man. I you are back to back, I guess, defending 2019-2020 Josie Music Award winner. Tell me what what's what's the Josie Music Award and, and how'd you, you scoop up two in a row? So the Josie Music Awards is the largest independent music award show in the world. So uh, anybody that's not signed to a major record label um, can, you know, put in for that. Or they're, they're, uh, you can do it or your fans can put you in for nominations for that. So out of and to the, our first one that we did, um, we got to play the Josie Awards. And so you're pretty much sitting in a group of all your peers in music from, I mean, they had it from all over, all over the world. I met some people from Ireland and, wow. and stuff. So it, it's, it's the largest independent music award show. So right. that year we played uh, the song better all time. Uh, it was featured that we played. And then we came home with um, country band, uh, country artists of the year and country or modern country band of the year that year. And then last year, we got entered. I got Entertainer of the Year and Song of the Year. Man, cleaning up. Yeah, I'm happy, and I got I got five nominations this year. Okay, okay. So I already got wins in 19 and 20, and now you're going back for more in 21. That's all right. Yeah, I'm keeping my fingers crossed. I bring home at least one. So this year is uh, this year I got something new. So I got a fashion award this year. Oh, okay. So, so uh, I don't know if you know that I make custom felt hats. I just nope. started doing. I just started doing that. Okay. So I've been making. I've been making felt hats, and uh, they they got me. I got a lot of artists that are that are calling and buying hats from me that are all custom to to designs. And uh, I got Taylor Austin dies getting one. Um, uh, friends of mine from the Steelwoods, the tour manager. I've made some local artists in Lexington that's got some and. 
uh, it, things are getting things are blowing up pretty good for the hat uh, making thing. So, uh, but I got a fashion one for that, so I'm hoping I bring home that one. That'd be not, that'd be different. Where are they having the awards at this year? Uh, they do it at Pigeon Forge. Really? Every year. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. Yep. That is all right. That is all right. Now, you, as far as you said, the Joji Awards are for independent artists who haven't been signed. Are you are you in a big rush to get signed? Are you just kind of taking your time, or you want to stay independent? Or? It's kind of one. It's a it's a it's a toss up right now. You know, I would love to be signed to a major record label, but when when you know when you, I've had friends that are signed to major labels and 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 they love it, but I'm not in. I'm not going to be in any rush. I always said that, you know, when God's ready to put me in front of something, you know, I'll take the opportunity. I've never turned down anything, but uh, I'm not in any rush. I'm enjoying music right now and, and uh, love playing and I'll travel and, and do what I'm doing. And when things come my way and, and I'll keep my fingers crossed that they do. And I'm just going to keep pushing. Yeah, that's it. Now, are you, yeah, you, your grind, man, this, this grind, you're doing music now. You're doing hats, and you you're doing this in and around a regular job too, or an everyday job, right? Yeah. That's so I do re- I do remodeling. I also okay. coach. I'm also a head coach for my son's football team. Uh-huh. So I coach football, and we're getting ready to start. And I think the first week of August we got practice. So I do coaching. I do remodeling. I do hats, and I play also play music. So I schedule. I try to schedule and and uh, all that together. So. I definitely uh, life's short and you yeah. might as well live it. We only get one shot and one opportunity at it. And, and I'm going to have fun doing it and make sure my kids are having fun doing it. And other kids that I coach, you know, football and stuff that they enjoy uh, what I enjoyed as a kid and, and, and what other people's dreams are as well in sports. That makes sense. That makes sense. Oh, um, now, well, let's flip back to the cast and go back to music. I mean, everybody's music fans and cats fans, they'll they'll be able to keep up with all this flipping and flopping we're doing. Um, yeah. the the big news on the UK front today was a, a bummer to CJ Frederick was Cal says a minor procedure, but he, he's out for a while with a with a leg injury. Um, oh no. Ryan Lemon said it on, on KSR this morning. He's the one I guess kind of broke it. Uh, he said broken leg. I saw what Cal said, a minor procedure. So he's going to be out for a little while. It's not like a ACL where he's out for the year, but he's going to be yeah. out and off the floor for a while. You know, as far as kind of when they get it really rolling, he won't he won't be able to do it for a while. So I, I definitely hate to hear that with him just transferring in, being from Northern Kentucky, and, and looking forward to to playing for the Cats. And now he's going got to be sidelined for a while. Be out. So how did, did they say how he ended up breaking his breaking his leg or hurting his leg? I hadn't heard. I don't know if it was on the scrimmage. I'm not sure what what happened or what caused it either. Oh, uh, I was trying to look that up too, but it's just he had had, a, I think, a foot injury at Iowa last year. I don't know if it's related or anything like that. But right. Yeah, just a just a bummer. Hopefully, he can come back. He's going to be behind. And there, there's some there's so much depth, which is a good thing because we we saw yeah. what happened last year. But now you you got Grady and Transferred in, Severe Wheeler transferred in, Tata Washington, um, you know, Davion Mintz came back. So there's tons of guys at at that guard spot. So now yeah. he's gonna kind of be behind, and 
have to really try to work it and bust it to, to get back on track. Practice, yeah, yeah, right. But, well, uh, hopefully, hopefully they'll get it lined out and and get him back because we definitely need him. Yeah, yeah, and we the whole reason we we saw what a struggle it was last year. They they couldn't buy a shot all year long. Um, you know, Mintz was about the only guy that could hit a three. You know, Allen got hot a couple of games, but you saw with the moves they made, they're like, by God, we're not going to be stuck without shooting again. You know, we're, we're yep. bringing some guys that can shoot the rock, and he was one yep. of them. So, you know. <laughs> yeah, last year was uh, – I know a lot of people got mad at Cal last year, but you can't be mad at him for that. You know, it things you're not going to have a – I always say we always have a better team every year, but, I mean, it just comes when you get kids that are new and, and coming into it and – they didn't shoot as much as I thought they were going to last year. And like you said, they couldn't couldn't buy a shot if they wanted to. Yeah. It's just one of those things. It every game last year was it was four or five minutes where they just they just wasn't gonna score. It was nothing. Just, yeah. Everybody was cold. So it was what it was. And can't know. take it back now. Gotta make it better <laughs> for this year. <laughs> <That's great>. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, exactly. tell me about how the first time you knew. The first time you knew you wanted to do music or perform, and then that first thought where you said, "I'm pretty good at this. I can, I can do this." What was those? How old were you? Were you five years old when you first got your first guitar? What was the story of of how your music journey started? Well, my music journey actually started kind of late in life. I wish I would have started a lot earlier. But uh, music, you know, in high school, I played, I played baseball, I did basketball, I did, you know, we of course Spencer County actually didn't have a football team till after I graduated. So uh, I played uh, in Louisville uh, on some of the summer leagues and stuff until I just couldn't play anymore until I was too old. But, um, you know, of course, I played with Marcus Green. He went on to Ohio State and uh, played for uh, his brother. Actually, actually uh, was with New England during a championship during the uh, – and they won. And mm-hmm. so uh, – but I played sports and, mm-hmm. and music wasn't on my mind. And as I got older, you know, I started working and – and I kind of was working third shift with my uncle's business. And uh, I was 21, 22, I think. And I really was kind of getting bored at home. And and so I went and bought a $50 little K guitar from the pawn shop. And and just, man, I'm telling you, I, I grinded it out, played every day, made my fingers bleed. It was just something that really, it kept me grounded. It kept me home. It kept me wanting to learn more and more and more. And, and so I just kind of picked it up and started getting better as I as I practiced and, you know, I put the time and the effort into it. And, and, uh, some of my friends were like, man, there's, uh, some open mic nights up in here in J town and Louisville. And, mm-hmm. and so I started doing some open mic nights and, and it just, it kept going. And somebody said, Hey, you know, you can make some money doing it. And so I started charging a little bit of money to come out and play for a few hours. And, and it's, and now I'm into this almost 15 to 20 years now I'm playing. So, um, I'll see since I was 21, I'm 37. So I'll tell you how long I've been playing music. Yeah. Uh, and so really it, it kind of, it kind of progressed from that. And I haven't, I haven't told myself if I ever get an opportunity to do things, I, I won't turn it down. Uh, you're either going to get a yes or a no. And, you know, if you're scared, that's always a good thing to be scared. It mm. makes you the drive. It makes the drive a little bit better. And, you know, I'm, I'm kind of like when, when I watch, uh, when I do shows, I'm, I'm that guy who watches my shows. I record them. And so I can see what I'm doing differently, what I can do better, how I'm holding the mic or, you know, it's almost like ball game, you know, watching it as a coach and coaching myself to do better. And, 
you know, I'm just networking and, and getting out there and doing what I'm doing. And, and now I'm kind of, I feel like I've, I've hit that stride and where I need to be um, now after all these years. And it takes many years to, you know, of course, with anything that you do, it takes mm-hmm. years to progress. And, and I feel like that now I'm starting to get the drive and the, and the, and the, and the gaining some ground that I need to do. Was there ever a show where you, you finished and watched it back and said, I, I did pretty good. Are you always finding something to nitpick? Well, I'm a I'm a nitpicker, but uh, <laughs> nothing nothing that's uh, nothing that's too crazy. It's just uh, maybe I was like I'm looking down too much, or I need to open my eyes a little bit more. Uh, I like to sing with my eyes closed sometimes because I mean, if you if you've ever singing in front of front of people, sometimes can be nerve wracking. Depending on I do better when it's a bigger crowd than I do a smaller crowd, just because bigger crowds a lot of times you know they're not you don't really see them very often. So, cause some if, at nights the lights hit you in the face and you can only see a few rolls back. So okay. um, I do better. I do better when it's, it's bigger crowds, but uh, I haven't, I haven't looked back and, and been disappointed on anything that I've, I've, I've watched. That worked. I was, but I always, but I always learn though. Yeah. I always, always pick out stuff. Absolutely. <laughs> I had a, another podcast I host, the uh, Cast Talk Wednesday. We had Anthony Epps on there, and he he talked about oh, the game. Anthony Epps. <laughs> he talked about the game where they they scored eighty six in the first half against LSU. And yeah, he said that's the only time Rick Pitino came in and didn't have anything to say. He's like, I, I can't, I I can't critique anything. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, that's always good when you hear that. Yeah, because they didn't hear that much from him. He, I mean, he could find something, but you drop eighty six and a half right. on somebody. Hey, there's you gotta, you just gotta clap for that. Even Patino had to just yeah. Give it <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you gotta bow down and be like, all right, yeah, I don't have anything to say. Good job. Absolutely. Now you're solo sometimes. Sometimes you're with the Dirty South as well. Is that yeah? Is it all the time y'all together, or you kind of mix it up? Or? Well. Well, here lately, I've been doing kind of mixing up. I, I've slowed down on doing a lot of the solo stuff uh, just uh, since COVID is, is really kind of, you know, COVID put a damper on on music in general all over the place. Uh, so I'm, it's it's picking back up right now. But 90 percent of the stuff that we do is, is full band stuff. But, uh, you know, 2018, 2019, 2017, I mean, we were we were slammed. We were at it hard. Um constantly playing i was doing like four or five nights a week i, I you know i quit my job and, and went full-time playing music and then of course mm-hmm. you know covid hit and put a wrench in everything so mm-hmm. um but yeah it's slowly starting to pick up but mostly it's, it's it's with the full band i enjoy being with with my full band you know they're they're older guys and i call them my brothers you know i'm the youngest one out of the bunch <laughs> and uh it's just it we have a, it's it's they're my team they're they're my friends and my brothers uh, we feed off each other, so I enjoy playing full band. Then I do by myself, but playing solo by yourself, um, it really gets you to grow and make make you interact more uh, by yourself with with the crowd because you know it's it's not it's not heavy. There's not a lot of other instruments, so you really got to kind of hone your own mm. your own self into to making sure that you're being an entertainer when you're solo and I, and, it, and it helps me grow as an artist by myself. So when I do play full band, you know, I'm also bringing that to the table with, with my guys. Mm-hmm. That makes so sense. it has benefits for, has benefits on both, you know? Mm-hmm. 
then you write also. Mm-hmm. Yep. Is, is it is it tough? Is is there writer's block moments, or is there always oh yeah some kind of idea, or how, what do you do uh, when you have that that tough? I, I've got nothing moment. Take a break. Come back to it. Because <laughs> man, I, I'm I'm going to tell you right now, I'm I'm extremely hard on myself when it comes to certain things, and and uh, my wife is notorious going just. Don't think about it too much. Don't think about it. So when I when, usually I can write a song in, in 10 minutes or it can take me days to do it hmm. or months. You know, it just really depends on. I try to write about things that are real, you know, that I don't write. If I do write, it's, it's something that's happened in my life or or somebody close to my life. Or, you know, I try not to write songs that that won't, you know, that people can't relate to. So it's just, it's finding the right words to put it out. So somebody else, when they listen to it can say, that's happened to me. Cause music is, is a way out for myself to get, instead of talking about it, I can, I can put it out for other people here. So it's, it's a release for me, but I have writer's block every day. Man. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if like, you got people that want to say that all there, there's nothing new you can do musically as far as chords and combinations. I don't know if you have that, or then you got people that's like you said, that you have writer's block and well, there's nothing new to write about. So much stuff has been sung about and so much stuff is eventually there's, there's new chords and new lyrics. It's just, just sometimes hard to, to hit on it, isn't it? Yeah, well, you just got to, you know, there's only so many chords that you can use that, that go together. In it. And some songs are going to sound like other songs. And mm-hmm. it's just part of part of music. But it's it's how you put it together. It's how you phrase words. It's how you say things. It's it's what you put in into that. I mean, you can write a song about a girl a, a million times and I mean, it's, it's all over. I mean, you know, I just wrote a song for my wife called With You. And, it, and of course, if you type in With You it's there's a hundred of them you know thousands of them but it's it's what you interpret it so like that song i've always wanted to go certain places in my life that i haven't visited yet and and the same thing goes for her so when i wrote that song i started going okay where's the places that i want to visit where's some places where i have visited with her but does any of that really matter is what what matters is just being with her it doesn't matter where we go as long as i'm with you and mm-hmm. so that's kind of where how I started writing that. And, and, you know, there's a thousand songs like that, but it's, it's how I, I came across writing it and putting it out. And that, it's, that stands out differently, you know, the, the, how you put the chords or how you um, like, say, say you got the band, you know, like I might put a steel guitar in that. And, and it's, so the steel guitar players ain't going to sound all the same. And right. so it's just, it's, it's going to be different, but, there's only so much you can do when it comes to writing. That's true. You talked about how how it is you prefer the bigger crowds as opposed to the smaller crowds when you're on stage live, solo or with the band. In the studio, do you just hate doing studio recordings? Or you do, do you like that as well? Or how do you, how is it when when it's oh, time I, to go to the studio? How you feel? Oh, I love going to the studio. Now that now the first time I've gone to the studio was nerve wracking because um, everybody's staring at you, but. <laughs> <laughs> and and you're in a room singing to yourself you know you got headphones on but um it's just i like going to the studio and creating it's it's that creating factor that i just love to do and you know i've i've come to realize you know i can i can hire in studio musicians and 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 do that but 
going to the studio with with my band and 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 just when it, it's so exciting to go into a recording studio with just words and an acoustic and you know the band i send them some of the stuff to work on but they're notorious of not wanting to uh limit themselves and what i mean by limit themselves is if i go into the recruiting studio and they already have what they have set then it's going to sound robotic that's it's just already so i like for them to come in there and create it right off the bat because you might catch my lead guitar playing something that it's like whoa stop right there i, I love what you just did let's keep that yeah. And so it's, it's, I like to go off the flow like they did, you know, back in the seventies and, and sixties and seventies and stuff, you know, they didn't, they didn't, they just played live and, and they did that stuff right there in yeah. front. And, and then they recorded what they could, you know, and kept that. And, you know, of course now with digital world, we don't have to cut tape and, and do all that stuff. But um, I like going to recording studio. It's just, it's the creation, the creating things, man. I just, it's, it's fun. And, and to finally get that final product and, and hear it on the radio station it's just man it's exhilarating it's it's right. i love it. it makes me cry sometimes you know yeah I, I, I would feel the same way if i if i was talented enough to put something out that was radio worthy <laughs> oh, we, the same way John. oh we can we can make it happen Vinny. <laughs> <laughs> so are y'all back and forth to nashville to the studio or are you recording Louisville or what are you no we got i got a friend that uh, has a recording studio in nashville so that's where you know i've, I've he's done all my stuff so i feel comfortable with him yeah, uh shane lawson you know if i need some some mentor stuff uh shane comes he lives in nashville so we go back and forth to nashville now you mentioned kind of starting off late bloomer you know you didn't you didn't really pursue music till you're like 20 21 so who were your influences? Do you have some guys or some groups and acts that you kind of like, or like I kind of take from them and add it to me or people that you like listening to, or, or how's that? Well, well, of course, you know, that growing up, you know, my mom listened to Janis Joplin and, mm-hmm. and the Eagles and the doors and, you know, my dad did the same thing, but also my grandfather listened to Merle Haggard and some of the old country artists and, and, uh, and, but I like, man, I like hip hop. I like country rap. I like everything. So I, I kind of try to blend all that together. And, and, you know, but when I write, a lot of times I don't listen to the radio too much because I don't want to be influenced on the outside. I want whatever comes out. I want it to be from here. Mm-hmm. So I try not to listen to too much mainstream stuff uh, unless I'm just learning a cover song for, you know, when I'm playing out of the bar. Uh, but other than that, musically wise, I try not to. I try to write my own stuff, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. It sure is. It sure is. Now, I got to ask, J.D. Shelburne is from Taylorsville as well. So I just – and now you got you, you got him. What's in the water there in Spencer County in Taylorsville for y'all to just be – I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I mean, you know, it's not just me and J.D. You know, of course, Shannon Lawson. Uh, Shannon was – I know I've mentioned him a few times. Shannon uh, is was part of the original Music Mafia in in Nashville, which was Gretchen Wilson, Jamie, you know, Gretchen Wilson, uh, John Anderson, Big and Rich, uh, Cowboy Troy, a uh, whole bunch of them. So uh, he's from Taylorsville. Then you got Guy Shelburne, who back in the seventies was really big. Uh, and he's put out some stuff. He had his own TV show for a while. Been on the Grand Old Opry. Shannon's uh, got three platinum songs. Uh, with Jamie, he's got one with Jamie Johnson, one with Big and Rich, and I can't remember who else. But I mean, there's a lot of talent here in Texasville, and and I guess uh, I guess that old Saltwater's 
doing something. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. We talked about your son playing football. What do you think the cats are going to do? We got, you know, we're excited about basketball, but football is coming to us first. What are you expecting this coming season? I think we're going to have a better season this year. Uh, I'm going to tell you what, from the time I started watching football, our, the program has skyrocketed, and I hope it keeps skyrocketing. But uh, I'm hoping I'm hoping to bring a bowl home. I think they should. They should, uh, which that would be – That'd be four in a row if they bring another one home because they've they've got a nice little run of getting the bowl games and, and winning them and yeah so, our defense was looking killer yeah yeah and and this year's the question was the you know the quarterback if if the starting quarterback hits it, they got a chance to really really make some noise you know yeah uh, uh, in Missouri which Missouri beat them last year. Everybody thinks they can get payback on them. You know, Tennessee's down. Uh, South Carolina's down. Been going toe-to-toe with Florida for years and should have beaten them more than we have the past few years. Uh, we so, got it. We got it coming. Yeah. And now that you're trying to trying to get up there and, and get up there with Georgia next. That's the yeah. only team now, they Georgia, haven't beaten yet. Georgia, Georgia's going to be a rough one. They, their yeah. program there is yeah. outstanding. See, my wife's from Alabama, so I got, I got, uh, she's a uh, War Eagle fan, and then my brother-in-law, he's a, he's a, a Tide fan. So it's a, uh, I can't. They don't allow me to go over to the house and uh, when during when UK is playing any kind of games because they don't want me. Uh, I'm a, I'm a crap talker. So you get a little obnoxious. <laughs> I'm a cat's man. What can you expect? No, I don't know. be how we are. Be how yeah. We are. <laughs> it's, it's all in fun. They got to do it. That's right. I'm exactly there with you. Well, I got to tell you about our, our sponsor right quick, too, before we wrap it up. But if you need a new timepiece, you got to go to La Terrain, L-A-T-O-U-R-A-I-N-E.com. La Terrain, they got all kinds of cool watches, the compass, the legacy, different styles, different bands. They work with a lot of former cats. Tony, Tony was endorsing them on his own before they started sponsoring the, sponsoring the podcast. Uh, they work with other former players as well. Dave and Ben, those guys are awesome. And they'll, look, you need a timepiece, you need something nice on your wrist, right. casual, or if you want to, you know, be all gussied up in a suit and tie, whatever you want, they got the look for you. Check out La Terrain, Josh, and, and find yourself a cool watch. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, tell those guys. Tell people you know about them. And they got affordable but nice stuff, man. They're doing it right over there at La Terrain. Yeah, I'll definitely check them out for sure. Absolutely. You got any tell, – well, tell us about your dates, maybe performances you got lined up in the near future, like immediately, and then maybe down the road what you got kind of in the works. Yep. So uh, this Saturday coming up, I'll be in Moorhead, Kentucky, okay. uh, opening up for Drake White, who's a country artist. He, you can check him out on YouTube. He's a phenomenal, phenomenal folk folk singer. I mean, he's got, I mean, he's, it's got a mixture of blues in there. I mean, he's very soulful. Uh, and so make sure you check him out, uh, Drake White. And that shows it uh, this Saturday coming in Moorhead, Kentucky at Frankie's Plaza. And then the following, the 23rd, I will be in Lexington at the world-famous Austin City Saloon. And then we'll, and then the 24th, we will be at the Austin City Saloon in Corbin, and I will be with Dylan Carmichael. Okay. I, I grew up uh, hopping on jump from Corbin. I'm from Harlan County, so that's 
Oh yeah. Yeah, some southeastern part of the states where I'm from, born and raised at. I love I love it down there. Yeah, right right in the mountains where I grew up at. Yeah. Um where can people find your music? I mentioned that I've you know found you on Spotify, but where where can people go to find everything that you got out there? You can find me on uh iHeartRadio, Spotify, Google Play, um pretty much any apple apple stores you can type it in uh itunes uh, every, pretty much any place you can find music you will find me if you just can spell and you can type in josh bogard at b-o-g-a-r-d and dirty south or just type in josh bogard and you'll find it and there's stuff on youtube i have a youtube channel uh also have um uh, tiktok so just type in josh bogard sounds good i have to follow you on tiktok man i'm, I'm, I'm yeah I'm old, but I just got on there myself, and then I got the believe I got the podcast Believing Kentucky's on there, so I I have to find you on there as well. So everybody check Josh out. So enjoyed having you on here, man. Talking cats, talking music. Hope your performance goes well this weekend. All the ones in the future, and go clean up at the Josie Awards again. And like I'm I'm from Harlan County, but I live 30 minutes from Pigeon Forge. I didn't know that was just oh well. We right had to meet up, and then when we're down there. Yeah, man, some good stuff. But wish you all the best at the Jason and just keep doing what you're doing, man. And uh, can't wait to get this episode in there recorded and out for everybody. And, and I'll tag you on the Facebook page and, and tweet it out there for everybody to listen to, man. It's been a lot of fun, Josh. Thank you for having me, my friend. I appreciate it. And tell Tony I said hi. I sure will, man. I sure will. I'll definitely text him and tell him I hollered at you. And We'll maybe if, he, if he's back on, we get all three of us on together. And and if you don't want to say nothing, you don't have to. If you get starstruck, whatever. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, we'll do it. And hey, if anybody needs any custom any custom hats, make sure you check me out. Uh, you can go to Dueling Banjo Hat Company. So if you got some, if you want, if you got something fancy coming up, I got lots of stuff I can do. Some different designs. Uh, so make sure you go check out some of the stuff I made too. So absolutely, I'm glad you plugged that. I meant to ask you if you had a a, a business name for it, Dueling Banjo. Okay. Yep, Dueling Banjo Hat Company. Yep. And yeah. it, that if you can't find that, just just like find me up on Facebook, Josh Michael Bogard. Send me a message, and uh, I'll send you some stuff, and we'll make it happen. That'll work. I'm glad you plugged it. Sounds good, man. You got a lot of stuff going on, but hey, it's it's all good, like you said, and. You got to grind at it and you're working at it and it's, and you're starting to reap the benefits, man. All your years of hard yep. work are, are paying off, Josh. So, so congratulations, well, I man. I appreciate you. Thank you so much. Absolutely. So y'all check this episode out. It'll be up on believe.com, um, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast. If you miss it there, the fellas over to Sea of Blue always put the episodes up on their website as well. So y'all check this episode out with Josh Bogart. Been a lot of fun. It's been another episode of Believe in Kentucky presented by Bet Online. We'll see everybody next week. listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform check us out at believe.com and search for b-l-e-a-v 
on YouTube.